Mariah, hey, what's up? Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. How are you doing today, friend? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing? I'm so, so good. Like, genuinely so amazingly good. Like, you should be jealous of how good I'm doing right now. I actually am now. Like, well, what am I doing with my life? Mariah will answer that way. Oh, man. Um, yeah, today's been a busy but fun day. Um, it sounded like we were talking a second ago. It sounds like you've had a busy day, but your teeth look amazing. So Thank you. Thanks. I'm very, very proud of them. I don't like the dentist. And so for me to go, it took a lot of courage. But I go to tend this like new for the kids dentistry mm. changed my life, rocked my world. <laughs> well, fantastic. Any cavities? Do we need to report yeah. this on today's episode? Yeah, oh, I got to no. go. I got to. I got to go back. But that's okay for someone who hasn't had decent health insurance and is just now going back to the dentist. No shame. I'm getting my life together now that I've got good insurance. Well, if you want to feel better about yourself, uh, I believe between the ages of like 20 or 21, when your parents schedule yours, uh, if they want to, and the age of 31 or maybe more, it was maybe like 35, I didn't go to the dentist. And so... When I went, it was like, we're going to see what happens. Because, yeah, it is what it is. for me, most of my teeth were still in there. So it worked out pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's cheaper than just taking them out or me going back every few years. <laughs> I don't know. No one does. It's, uh, I don't know. It's lost. No one, scientists don't even know. All right. So, hey, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we're happy you're here. We've already rabbit trailed. This is going to be a lot of fun yeah. for the next few minutes. Um, but... There's people that uh, I found you on, uh, I, I think on Instagram, and I was like, this yeah. lady's awesome. I got to meet this lady. And so uh, for people out there that may not have met you yet, who's Mariah Green? Give us the 411 on who you are. Yeah. Um, so I'm Mariah. I am known by a lot of people as the plant doctor and stylist. Um, I'm a former educator teacher. I used to teach elementary school and I moved to New York to do that. And then I had this little like side hustle of like, helping people keep their plants alive. And I just sort of leaned into it. And so now present day, I'm known as a plant doctor and stylist. And I try to just help people keep their plants going. That's awesome. Um, just for fun, because I do not have a green thumb. Um, okay. How do you keep a fiddle leaf alive? We've got a couple <laughs> friends under trying so, so hard and some are thriving, some not so much. Ours uh, yeah. died real dead. Um, um, RIP. But what you Real do? dead. It's real dead. <laughs> Uh, like the key with fiddle leaf figs is, and I hate to oversimplify it and make it seem like, oh, you should have just done this because I don't mean it that way. But truly, they just need a lot of direct sunlight. They're a lot like they can be quite finicky, but like it's so funny. This article, Subtle Flex, that I have behind me is <laughs> I, my first New York Times article. And the person who interviewed me was asking me all these questions about how to keep plants alive and kept asking questions about fiddle leaf figs. And I was like, why is this person obsessed with fiddle leaf figs? And then the article comes out and in bold letters, it says the fiddle leaf fig whisperer. And I was like, no, <laughs> you can't do this to me. So now everyone comes to me with fiddle questions oh, and I man. spent months of my life trying to figure out every possible thing that could be wrong with the fiddle leaf fig. And it most of the time comes down to sunlight. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so yeah, everybody please get on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. And, uh, yeah. at Mariah be like, Hey, what do I do with my, no, I'm just kidding. I'm more <laughs> no, of a, I'm succulent, fine with that. Please. <laughs> a succulent guy and, um, uh, a little, uh, little attention that goes a long way, but <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay. It's all about just knowing what works for you. That's really yeah. the oversimplified. Yeah. That's what I do. That's no, that's cool. I, I you know, me and plants, it's not, not my gifting, not my skill set. So yeah. I'm really yeah. happy for people like you that can do those things. It uh, makes it better for everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, and you are the reason I have a job because if everyone understood it, I wouldn't. I need to find a new career, so it's okay. You know what? We need each other. <laughs> this is what I we say do. about like ev- uh, every now and again, people be like, um, "I don't like." Uh, I'm trying to think of a food I don't like. I don't like fish. I'm not a fish guy, and so people are like, "You yeah. gotta try this." Okay. See, this is the thing. So Sorry, like, you gotta okay. try this like <laughs> salmon something. And I'm like, I promise you, I'm not gonna like it. Um, but I'll try it and be like, you know what? This is just more for you. And so by me not liking fish, I'm saving some for you. And by you being yeah. able to save plants, I'm keeping you in business. We're all yeah. just it's a circle of life. Look at us. It is. I love that. <laughs> you're so right. I like it. All right. So uh on the podcast, uh it's it's called Maybe You're Like Me because uh, a long time ago I had this thought that. Um, we see creators like you or people online or actors and all these amazing people doing these amazing things. And it's easy to feel like they've got it all together 
And because of the highlight reel that I'm seeing on the internet that I don't add up, I don't stack up. And so I thought, well, maybe we could have some conversations with people that are doing awesome things and see if maybe we're a little bit alike. But if we're going to get past all that stuff and figure out how we're alike, uh, well, let's start with it. So like if you were trying yeah. to flex on somebody and being like, <laughs> I, this is my highlight reel. This is me being amazing. Like bow before me. I am great. <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, Mariah flex? I hate it that I already sort of shouted it out before you asked me, but the things on the wall behind me. Um, I would also say my newly published picture book, that has been like a dream. I don't even, I can't even call it a dream come true because I didn't even think that I was worthy or that would even be a dream. So that for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I guess no brainer. You can give me any plant and I will revive that sucker. That makes Ooh. me feel really cool. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. So you mentioned a second ago and I actually, I wanted to talk to you about this a little bit. Um, we don't, I don't normally like to harp on like people's accomplishments, but good yeah. things is really cool. So um, if there's you somebody can. out there that hasn't heard about your book yet, um, like give us like a synopsis, like what do people need to know about it? And then where can they buy it? Let's, let's just go ahead and get this out there in the beginning. For sure. Good Things is a picture book. Um, and it follows the story of a young boy named Malcolm and his father. And they have this beautiful relationship with caring for houseplants together. And so when Malcolm's father passes away, Malcolm is faced with learning how to keep the plants alive by himself. But also that journey is also a metaphor for going through loss and mourning for the first time, whether you're a kid or an adult or just anywhere in between. Um, so the story is aimed to support you through your journey of loss and trauma. That's super cool. That I feel like that's something that if handled wrongly is it's such a, a weird thing, but in the metaphor that you use it in, it's special and it it's really healthy and helps people. And so uh, I, again, so this is another one of those things that uh, on my side, I'm just the benefactor of it. So thank you for <laughs> writing something so good and helpful for people. Thank you. No, it, it's so interesting because when I was writing the book, I really struggled with like, oh, this could, if I write this wrong, I'm really doing a disservice to the world. And if I write this right, and I think that I did, I think it can do a lot of good in the world. And I, it, the idea came from this notion that like, we're so weird as a society talking about loss and death. But the one community of folks that I noticed has no problem talking about it is the plant community. I, like you literally just said, I killed a fiddly pig. It's like, it's normal. It's fine. And I was like, Ooh, that's the symbol I'm going to use to talk about death because it's safe. Yeah. And, uh, just uh, like across the board, like your voice is so important. And so thank you for, um, number one, figuring that out and then putting that out in the world. I know that creating anything and putting it out in the world is scary and big. Um, yeah. but even like with that kind of subject matter, it's probably even amplified a million times more, but it, I think is really going to help a lot of people, a lot of kids figure out how to deal and feel things that maybe they weren't allowing themselves to feel before. I hope so. Yeah. Thank you. So on the podcast, um, we like to do things in a couple of rounds. And so, uh, the first round, I call it the first date round. Um, okay. because we've all been on first dates. You've, have you been on the first date before? I don't want to assume. Yes, I was on. Okay. No, I was on my last first date two years ago. Yes. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, you've been on a first date and sometimes like it's just the worst because uh, people are just asking the wrong questions. And okay. so you don't want to ask the question like, uh, do you like uh, bread? Because like, unless you got celiac, you like bread, you know? And yeah. so you want to ask some questions that uh, you might get to know somebody a little bit better and it's more than just a yes or a no style question. So I got sure. a couple for you. Is that okay with you? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So if you had endless time and resources to commit to learning something new, uh, like mm. a hobby, so not um, not just keeping different kinds of plants alive, but like you've already got that one on lock. But if you could learn a new hobby and you had just endless time and resources, what are you going to learn? I think it'd be a mixture between being a DJ or like an A&R professional. Ooh. Like that would be so epic. Just like the way they like, I would, I'm going to embarrass myself, but yeah. Endless time and resources. Oh my God. I'd have the studio set up. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. 
man, mine are way cheaper. And like, I feel dumb now for <laughs> not having thought about that. But also, where, why did you want to do A&R too? It just seems like the type of thing that's so behind the scenes, but so critical mm-hmm. between like before your record is mixed and mastered, it, it sounds like night and day. And I just feel like those people don't get a lot of love. And so I just saw this documentary <laughs> years ago about how like these people come into like Madison Square Garden and make sure that the tuning is right and whatever. And I'm like, whoa, because imagine paying hundreds of dollars for this concert and it sounds horrible. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. That is really cool. Um, yeah, there's so uh, in the work that I do, I do some behind the scenes production style stuff and okay. the work that people put in, they it's crazy, like how like much thought and that stuff goes into it. So um yeah good call on that that's fun the so mine when i was thinking about it earlier i was like what is just something random that i've just never put time into and my wife she uh every now and again like she'll just get on like a random spurt where she crochets for like two months and like she makes these really cool things and i've never just sat down and tried to figure out the crocheting thing and so crocheting was one of them and then um i'm a little bit musical as well and so Okay. But I've never, um, I'd love to try to figure out the drums because I feel mm. like the best musicians are drummers. I like, so yep. like you got like a Dave Grohl and then he's like, I don't know. He's like, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to start a whole band too. And <laughs> yeah. be the guitar player and play everything in the band. So yeah, yeah, I think, I think if I could figure out drums, I might, it's like the key to unlocking everything else. And so <laughs> I could see that. No, fully. And you just crocheting like your outfit off to the side <laughs> and then you come in I am a heavy crocheter as well. That's what I did the whole pandemic. Oh, good for you. What's uh, what's your favorite thing you've ever made? Just a blanket. It's kind of lame. But <laughs> no, that's not lame at all. <laughs> it's a square. <laughs> okay. It's a large square yeah. though, unless you're a very small person. It was so. like, I made like a king size. It was my pandemic thing. I'm going to do two lines a day. I started my day doing that. And that thing is massive. It's huge. That's incredible. Because <laughs> we didn't know when the pandemic would end. So I just yeah. kept going. I yeah. feel like on TikTok or Instagram or one of the socials, there was somebody that they made a blanket kind of like you did, but for every day, uh, depending on the weather, yeah. they, they put a line in their blanket. So like, and it was, I guess, 365 day, lines long, but it was like this cool, like uh gradient of colors because it was like, Oh, it was hot today. It was cold today. It was cool today. It was warm today. And so yeah. they all had like a color pattern. It was pretty rad. It was but, cool. It was epic. Yeah. My grandma used to uh, crochet too. And, um, I feel like at one point I learned how to do like, like one line and, mm-hmm. and I probably messed that up a ton, but she was sweet and told me that I was doing good. So, and you were, I'm sure you were, I, you know, you know, I'm going to take that one off because I've already learned it. I need a new hobby to think about now. Let's just stick with drumming. But I had the thought <laughs> when you're saying, uh, about drumming, I could, uh, have one end of the drumsticks be the drumstick part and the other end guess what crochet needles yep look at mm-hmm. that and a little I headband I just, figured, oh I just want you to go gosh. for it <laughs> <laughs> all right so i've just decided in um i'm gonna send you a very large check and um <laughs> so you can quit doing other things and we are both going to do this for the next month so okay at a time ideally the time that I get a blank check mm-hmm. okay Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of old Disney movies, nope, never mind. Um, do you remember the movie Blank Check? <laughs> no, that's All a right, movie so, title. Uh, yes, from the like mid '90s. It was this movie about a kid that found a blank check, and like the owner of the check was like a mob boss or something, and he just like writes. I think he wrote himself a million dollars on it, and this is in the '90s when that would like he bought like a mansion and uh, all like just throwing money away and then the mob bosses catch up with them and there's yeah it's it was a weird it's the 90s so that's my dream wow yeah okay Uh, it's it's a little problematic so if you do watch it watch it with the eyes of the 90s but outside of that it's great so okay cool all right so i actually on this front i don't know how i i did this but um let's talk about childhood movies movies yeah what was your favorite movie as a child the Iron Giant. Ooh, good choice. Have you seen it? You've seen it. Oh, yeah. So oh, good, um, good. how often do you like to cry is my next question. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is it just because it gets you in the feels? 
Wait, when I watch the movie, how often do I cry or just on a daily basis? Uh, on, uh, during the movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> during the movie, probably twice. Yeah. And like really good... hard. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm watching that tonight. Now I'm really sad. It's just like when he leaves to like mm-hmm. save everyone. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I don't got time for that. I don't want to feel things right now. We are talking. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, no, that excellent choice. Is that one that you would just watch over and over and over? That and Rugrats in Paris. Okay. Not <laughs> yeah, an answer don't. I was expecting, but that's great. Um, I just remember the orange tape mm-hmm. going VHS, in. Yeah. I don't know if I watched it that often or if I just remember the orange tape, but I watched that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, I love that. I, I haven't thought about that movie in forever. And so <laughs> It's a banger. All the kids know if you didn't watch yeah. Rugrats in Paris once a month, I don't know. Something's yeah. wrong. Uh, mine would be, do you remember a movie called the goofy movie? Yes. Oh, I yeah. love the goofy movie. Gosh, I love that movie. The, um, that movie, I, I was thinking about it one summer. I genuinely watched that movie at least once a day for two months. Just I, I don't know if that was like early ADHD and I should have been like diagnosed or <laughs> no, something. No, no, no. Just hyper fixated on that movie and like I even wrote parody song like parodies to all the songs. Like I just loved it, loved, loved, loved. That's that movie. epic. I and love that talk, for you. So like talk about movies that you cry in on that one. I don't and like this isn't something I talk about a lot, but we're we already started talking about crying. That like there's the scene where. Uh, it's after they are at Lester's Possum Park. I don't expect you to know all these details, but I'm just going to do that for a second. Don't worry about okay, it. So okay. that, there's just a part where the son is incredibly mean to his dad and like just yes. like yells at him and like slams the door and all this stuff. And I don't know why, but like I, my heart just broke for Goofy in that movie. Mm, and, yeah. um, and like now that I've got two little boys, I'm like, it's just even thinking about it now, I'm just like getting goosebumps. I don't want to <sighs> feel things. Mariah, how dare you? How do you? I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, like the Iron Giant. Like, there's only one way to go after you talk about that. So, yeah. Nope. We're just let's just get emotional. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, things we've learned in the first date round are that you and I would have, if we were on a desert island with all of our money and resources, we would have a great time listening to your DJ beats, and yes. I would uh, be crocheting along or playing <laughs> drums along with it. So both. Uh, yes. And so we just, we got all the time in the world. So, and then in uh, a month, <laughs> let's, let's give us two months to master our craft, to get the 10,000 hours in Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. And we will, we'll meet up and we are going to do a live performance together. So are you I like it. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready. At Madison square garden where you will have rigged everything. So be ready. <laughs> just very, none of the sound works. <laughs> You know what? You had good intentions going into it, though. That's all, right. all that matters. Um, <laughs> that was a, a fun first date round. I think you would get a call back, go a second date. Who knows? So, um, um, so all right. The next round, I call it the slow round. It's uh, maybe a little bit less. Do you like uh, movies that make you cry? And a little more about who the heart of who you are. And so uh, these are okay. a little bit less about uh, like random things and more about what makes you tick. So if you were to think back to you in high school, um, was high school, you a cool version of you or was it, do you have like rose colored glasses looking back at high school? No, I absolutely hated it. Oh no. All right. So uh, in your high school years, what would you have been like, uh, you got superlatives in your yearbook at the end of the year, what would you have been voted most likely to? So if you were most likely to blank, who's Mariah? Most likely to, I think, become an Oprah Winfrey-esque person, like a, what's it called? Like, not not a Talk celebrity. Shows? Yeah, but like Oprah as like the entrepreneur type mm. person. There's like a word for it. Like a, uh, oh, like most likely to be Oprah. Oh, okay. I think that works. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I did all the things. I like ran for student body president, and then I was like on the board of this. And oh my god, why is it that like 
so my brother was on the spectrum. And so he had classes at a different time. I'm like, why do they all sit in the back corner? We should change this. Like I was very like, we need change now for all things. And in high school, looking back, I'm like, oh, that was probably really annoying to the administrators. (laughs) So wait, were you most likely to be Oprah or I'm trying to think of, uh, or most likely to be uh, Hillary Clinton, uh, woman in politics? Oh, I want to say Oprah only because I think I would, (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily be like, here's a petition and get the thing done. I would just be like, I think it's funny how, or have you ever noticed? And I would put Mm -hmm. it on them to fix it. So, yeah, (laughs) but I wouldn't fix it. That's your job. (laughs) All right. So in the same breath, like you, uh, how old are you now? I don't know this. I'm 28. 28. Okay. So you're 10 years out of this. So happy 10 year uh, high school anniversary. Um, Thank you. (laughs) And um, so you're, you're 10 years out of this looking back 10 years ago, what do you wish you would have been? Like if you could like reinvent high school, you who like if you could, and if you could like just change that. So if you weren't most likely to be Oprah, you could be most likely to be plant doctor or uh, DJ Mariah. I don't know, but which you most likely want to be? I think most likely to be like a a writer. Most likely to be a writer. I look back and think about the kids that like always had a book in the middle of something going on where it's like looked at as rude, but it was like, wow, you're in your own world. And like, yeah, I just think that's so cool and powerful that this was more important than all of that that's going on over there. Yeah. I think it's fun looking back through like a little bit more mature glasses on things. And so um, I never was a reader when I was in high school and all that stuff. And the, it's fun to think back that this, maybe some of the stuff that I thought was uncool uh, was actually a lot better for me than what I was doing even at that time. So totally. Yeah. I also looking back, I don't like that. I dated the running back on the Mm. football team it was just very like check the box and i was just like oh i'm part of the cool club like not intentionally but i just like uh, that's boring yeah i think if i could go back i would just date anybody was trying real hard it wasn't working out for young mike you can't win them all but (laughs) yeah yeah you can't (laughs) i think so like for myself even in that like you want to hear me like if i was to do my high school flex and this sounds like i peaked in high school so i was (laughs) and like so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you, but then I'm going to give it to you in context, okay? I okay. was my high school's uh, class president, so freshman to senior class president. I was homecoming Whoa. king my senior year. Uh, I played varsity soccer in the seventh and eighth grade. And uh, there's one more thing. Oh, by the time that I was in my senior year of high school, I was a twice published songwriter. Does that sound amazing? Are you now, kidding me right now? Now, mind you... I, my graduating class had 21 people in it. So. Oh my God. I went to a super small private school. And so uh, <laughs> nobody, so like, let's like replay those. Nobody in my class wanted to be in class government and I was just power hungry enough to want it. Um, by the time that uh, we got to my senior year, uh, I was the only like semi likable guy left to vote for, for homecoming King. Um, what else was there? Uh, Oh, I played varsity soccer in seventh and eighth grade because our school didn't have enough people to field a varsity <laughs> soccer team. So I don't like you knocking yourself down right now. No, it's no, okay. No. It's okay. No, no, no. It's okay. The um, but it's it's funny because like you can look back and like I could I could very much project the uh the all star version of myself and like mind you I was ambitious totally. and I wanted those things, but um and uh, I was voted most likely to not succeed, but I was class clown a couple of times, that kind of stuff. Um, nice. but I think looking back, um, sorry, my cat, my cat <laughs> has, <laughs> my cat has a food timer that goes off at 5 PM and <laughs> the food just dispensed. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. It's okay. It's just super funny. I was like, what is happening? Um, it's my fat cat. <laughs> oh, congrats. What's her name? His or her name? Her name is Curry. Curry. Um, so, Hey Curry, good to see you. Welcome to the podcast. She's, she's eating. She's like, not even, <laughs> she sprints when she hears that sound. We have stairs here. And when I tell you, I've never, she's a fat cat, but she will sprint when she hears, when it's five o'clock. That's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. 
no, 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 you're good. I'm trying to think of where I was. Um, but yeah, like it's easy to remember those, those projected versions of ourselves. And, uh, I can get, uh, number one, I can sit on that high horse, but also I don't want to be the guy who's stuck in high school either, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm 10 years older than you I'm, or close to 10 years older than you. I'm 37. And, um, okay. I, I told somebody I was 38 the other day. My wife punched me. She's like, you're 37. Um, I was like, okay, my <laughs> bad. I almost lost a year. Um, but yeah, it's easy to look back at times and with rose colored glasses and think that, uh, maybe I had it all together back then. Maybe I was a little bit more likable and fun and charming, but, uh, I think the version that I'm growing into and the version that you've grown into are something special too. And so it's fun yeah. seeing where life started and where things are going. Um, but actually, so this kind of leads us into another question too. What do you want for yourself in the next 10 years? Oh, I want, I'll give you the general answer and then I'll give you the more specific. I want yeah. rest to prioritize work. Cause mm. I'd say it's not the case right now. And I guess what that looks like is just leaning into writing a lot more and then all the other things that I have to do to make money. I want those to supplement that. Um, but I feel like I'm very, New York has this way of being like, go, go, go. We forgot to do this. You also forgot to do this. It was due two years ago. And I just would love to be able to live in New York city and shed that mindset. So I think within the next 10 years, I'm like, moving with a pace about me that is, um, intentional and one that I set. Hmm. That's cool. That, so people call that balance. Sometimes people call that, uh, uh, but uh, I'm going to be honest with you. That's one that, uh, I'm kind of struggling with too. And I think uh, everybody listening, if we're really honest with ourselves, we're all kind of struggling with, um, okay. so are there steps you're taking to move towards that? Definitely. I've always like, it's so funny. I talked about it in therapy yesterday, actually. And it's this idea that whenever I sit down and make a schedule, I write it out based on my best Mariah self as if I'm sprinting through the whole week. And that's not realistic. It's like, what does it make? What does it look like to make a schedule that's based on Mariah at 50%? And if I mm. want to push a bit more, then I get extra credit. And that's amazing. And so yeah. I think shifting my mentality about thinking what uh, thinking about what hard work looks like, what trying your best looks like. It's like, that's not a sustainable way of working. Yeah. That I think like in the same breath for myself and then maybe for other people that picking what is important. Actually earlier, you said something about uh, trying to not do the things that you're not good at and letting other people do those things. And so that's something that I've Definitely. been thinking about a lot for myself and um, that it fits in the whole priorities situation and how you're scheduling yourself. And, and so what, like, what is the most important thing? What can only I do? And then mm -hmm. that's how I can add value to any situation. So totally. Well, again, I will call you in 10 years and we'll figure yeah. this out together. <laughs> we'll circle back. Like all the other things I just listed on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah. The, um, no, that, like that one is it's hard earned, but I think totally worth it. So, and I, yeah. the thing that I like about you, and, um, again, this is from a, a total of 20 something minutes of talking to each other. Um, the, the thing that I, I like about you is it seems like you've got some intention behind doing what you're doing. So, uh, even Thank though you. you are, you've got the, uh, the plant thing figured out, I don't, how did you even like slide into being the plant doctor? I literally slid into it. I love that that was the word that you went with. So long story short, I moved to New York City to go to grad school to be a teacher. And what what I didn't know about grad school was that you're even more broke than you were in undergrad <laughs> because it costs even more. Like there's no scholarships for grad school. So mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to make $50 stretch in five days. Love that. That's so much fun. And so then I knew that I was good at like helping people keep their plants alive. And then I had some like some of my classmates be like, Hey, can you come over? I'll give you 25 bucks. There's a ton of people just wanting to give me 25 bucks and do this thing real quick. So I was like, well, what if I like did this for real, for real? And I feel like it was that thought a hundred times over the course of a year. And then yeah. it feels like I just looked up and it was like, Oh my God, I have a website. I have the business cards and all these like fake it till you make it moments that like solidified uh -huh. it. So I really did like slide into it. That's incredible. 
Yeah. I think it's fun. Like even like you probably do it. Like you look back at, uh, how, however long ago it was that you were, uh, in grad school doing teacher stuff and you're like, wait a minute, I'm the plant doctor here. (laughs) So, uh, that's so cool. And like, it's fun to me thinking about like the small decisions that you make. And so like you realizing, like waking up one day and like, oh, I'm helping a lot of my friends with their plants. And then what if I did this? And what if I did this? And the, the what if people, instead of, and instead of just saying, what if like you actually doing, taking those small steps and then like how yeah. it accumulates and adds up to uh, you being a plant doctor. And then that something in your brain switching and thinking, maybe I could write a book that helps people deal with loss and grieving and mourning because of how I think about plants. That's like, that stuff's like, I got goosebumps just thinking about it. That's so cool. Just seeing how people's steps are lined up to make them who they are. So it's incredible. You make such a, thank you. You make a really good point. Cause I feel like uh, the way that I perceived it and seeing people do these cool, amazing things, it sounds like they sat down and had these like multiple really big moments of it. And then my life changed for me. It's a ton of small decisions that are like, well, what if I like went to Chase and opened up a business banking account and like put $20 in it and maybe I charge people for soil next time and I don't just like, like little tiny things. And now looking back, I'm like, I didn't know what an invoice was two years ago. So it's just like a ton of tiny things that gradually like everything aligns. And I, I, it makes, it feels good for me to say, I'm just collaborating with the universe. It like takes my hands off the wheel. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, don't know what an invoice is either. Uh, can we talk about that after the episode? That'd be great. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because this is going to blow up. And so, yeah, you're going to know what an invoice is real quick. Oh, uh, da-doy. Um, yeah, know. I've got a, a buddy. who uh, We interviewed him on the podcast. Uh, it's been a couple episodes ago. But he's like, yeah, I am a 15-year overnight success. And I'm like... <laughs> That's- that... Uh, but it's the truth. And so that I love even stories of people like, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head, um, like a Katy Perry that she, uh, she like hustled in the music industry for a long time before, uh, whatever it was that broke her through, you know? And so, yeah, uh, just been like, she was an acoustic act and like one song changed everything. Or I'm trying to think of other people that are, uh, just like, was it I kissed a girl overnight success? It was. So, I remember I used to have a long drive uh, between uh, here and Orlando every now and again. It was once a week I had to drive to Orlando and I used to play a game where I'd put the radio on shuffle and see how many times that song came on and that I would, it was like, I'd lose fingers. I'd lose count because how many times it was on. (laughs) Girl was making money. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. So yeah, but it's just like the consistency of sticking with it and, like taking those next steps instead of just saying, well, oh, maybe, or what if, and, and actually doing those things. So that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So there's one question we ask everybody on the podcast and you're stuck on the podcast right now. So I'm asking you, um, okay. and it could be the biggest thing in the world. Like you could be learning thermodynamics and the secrets of the cosmos, or it could be as small as you are learning how to write your name different, but what is something you're learning right now? Something I'm currently learning. Mm-hmm. I'm learning how to advocate for myself. Mm. I'm learning how to ask myself what it is that I want and not be intimidated by like big companies or like big names or any of those things. Because I think I often like to shrink myself down and fit the narrative of like, oh, this is who someone wants me to be. And I'm just happy to be here. And I'm so grateful. And I used to be a teacher. Like, I think I talk myself into this, like, you're so lucky to be here. And Mm -hmm. I think that's so unfair. And then in hindsight, I'm like, damn, Mariah, I really did not show up for you today. That's not fair. So I think self-advocating and saying that doesn't feel good. Hmm. I love that for you. That's awesome. The the thing that I think about like in that situation too is so uh, reaching out to you or uh, doing like things that you have to, like you're in a room with people that you don't know or mm-hmm. like advocating for yourself is you are in a room full of people and uh, everybody is just a person. And so they could be, One. they could be Oprah, they could be anybody, but they're no more or less important than me and no more or less important than you. And so we're all just trying to, figure out life and life's bonkers sometimes on every front, but 
we're all just trying yeah. to figure it out. So, um, yeah. And so yeah. it's great. So yeah, I, uh, I also will take up the mantle and I will also advocate for you. I am thank your you. number one fan girl or fanboy all the way down here in Florida. So uh, thank you. Anybody else? You're a number two. All right. So now <laughs> is my favorite part of the podcast. You ready for this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is, I call it the common ground round. This is where we try to see if maybe you and me are a little alike. You ready for this? Oh, this is yeah. why you got your paper yeah. there. Um, it was real cute before we started recording. I asked her if she had her paper and she was like, I didn't have three by five cards, but I, I cut up a paper four times and it's, <laughs> it's the ready. Edges. They are perfect. You I'm did ready. great. All right. You ready to do I'm this? Ready. All right. So yeah, yeah. we are going to, uh, this is, whoop, I just dropped my marker. Uh, we're going to do five quick, this or that style questions. And, um, some of them make sense. Some of them don't, but that's okay. Okay. All right. Number okay. one, I knew you were plant, uh, doctor, plant lady, Dr. Quinn of plants. Um, but, uh, so would you rather have a cactus or a succulent? And if you pick succulent and can spell it more power to you. <laughs> Okay. All right, you got your answer written down? Here we go. Yep. Three, two, one. I went succulent. What do you got? Cactus. cactus. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what about cactus uh, makes you happy? They are so... How do I put this so I don't sound dorky? I'm trying not to tap into plant brain too much. I love how sensitive they are on the inside. Like you could just slice it with a knife and then it's just mush in there. But on the Uh outside, it's this hard exterior and it's like, don't come close. Like, don't you do it. I just, Mm -hmm. I love that like juxtaposition with cacti. I think that's so cool. That's fantastic. I I don't enjoy cactus because we used to, I don't know why, but my brother a long, long time ago bought a cactus and put it in the windowsill of our shower, like where you like set your soaps and stuff. And so yeah. like more than once, more than I care to remember, uh, it had those like, it wasn't like thick uh, needles, but it was like the really little tiny guys. And uh-huh. I get myself and it's not like you get one, you get like 20 of them in your finger at a time. Ugh, and so not a first. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all about the placement with cacti. Like I'm looking at mine. If you notice me glancing over, it's like out of the way. <laughs> like I don't go over there unless it's to water it. So it's just there for show. Go. Yeah. The, yeah. And then succulents, I we've had a harder time killing. So uh, they're mm. pretty resilient. So that, and I think it's they cool are. that you can propagate them. So I think that whole yeah. process is pretty cool. So well, good yeah, on I you agree. for enjoying. And like you had like a good reason for liking cactus, which is fun too. So <laughs> <laughs> All you right, had a good um, reason for not liking them. You went, that's called trauma that you experienced yeah, I, in the shower. Do you, do you know, of, do you know of any good books about dealing with trauma or loss that I could pick up anywhere? It, yes. It's called good things. You can purchase oh, okay. it wherever your picture book, <laughs> your local picture book salesman is, but yeah, it's a great read. Can't wait. Um, if there's a <laughs> section on cactuses, that would be great for me. Um, all right. Uh, you live in New York City. And uh, normally when uh, are you which are you in Manhattan or are you in one of the boroughs? Where are you at? I'm in I'm in Brooklyn. OK, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. In March, my wife and I were there and we walked Uh-oh. to Brooklyn Bridge and about every 10 feet they were playing the song New York by uh, Alicia Keys. And yep. by the end of it, I never want to hear that song again. But <laughs> you hear it five times a day here. And every time you hear it, it is someone doing something they're not supposed to be doing. It's just absolutely. Like- <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Brooklyn's great. Um, we actually went to, there is like a, um, it's on the second story. It overlooks the Brooklyn bridge. It's got, um, like a pizza place, a barbecue place. It's like a food yes. hall style place. It was super yep. good. So yeah, that place is fun. All types of food that you can go to. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it was great. Um, all right. Sorry. I got, I got Brooklyn <laughs> brained. Um, but after this, I'm going to ask you about a bunch of food questions for when the next time we go. Um, okay. Yeah, let's go. Um, but, um, oh, so New York city, would you rather walk or Uber? Normally I ask people if they want to Uber or take the subway, but today we're going walk or Uber. In general. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Man, I wish I could write. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. I put walk. What do you got? She put, put walk. walk. Look at us. Yeah. You're walking around. You can't go wrong with some walking. Um, you can't. I said in general because I was thinking, oh, what shoes do I have on? But I'm like, okay, take that out of the equation. But I'd say walk. 
<laughs> yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I like walkable places where I live is not walkable. Um, but that, and then we recently went to Philly and I yeah. took Ubers everywhere. And by the time we got home, I was like, we're never taking an Uber anywhere ever again because it just, it adds up quick. So, so quick. And they do the new thing now where they'll let you ride Ubers all day and you'll get your end of day bill. I guess it depends on how Ooh. often you use it. Like I use it multiple times a day cause I'm dropping plants to and fro. And so I'll get a bill at the end of the day and I'm like, are you serious? It's mm-hmm. mad. Yeah. That said, I do enjoy getting like a, a Metro card when I'm in the city. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. It just makes me happy. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the real city experience for sure. And then there's somebody like training rats on the train, but you know, you got to do what you got to yeah. do. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. When it comes to working, would you rather work alone or work with a team? All right, you ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. I went team. What do you got? She put alone. alone. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why work with a team? Please justify it. Tell me. Okay, um, I feel like I'm the host here. So number one. Okay, sorry, sorry. Watch out. <laughs> this is, you know, I think I work alone too much. <laughs> <laughs> advocate for yourself. Uh, yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's fine. Um, no, the so I I enjoy working alone on some stuff. So. Um, mm-hmm that like there's certain processes like creative processes that I just, I want to do it and just like leave me alone in a dark room for a long time. Let me, let me work. But then there's, there's a lot of parts of the creative process that uh, I don't have the best ideas by myself. And I really enjoy, even if it's just one person having somebody to bounce stuff off of. Um, and so like, uh, this is dumb stuff. Like, uh, the other night I thought of a joke um, and sure. so I just, I called my little brother. I was like, Hey, is this funny? And he told me no. And he was wrong, oh. but I thought of a joke and, um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if, so I'm always like texting somebody or thinking like, does this work? And then like trying to flesh it out. Um, I've got some buddies who are, uh, the smartest, funniest people in the world. And I'll just be like, Hey, could this be something like, uh, I work at a church and, the okay. other day I was like, we do this event in the uh, spring. And I'm like, what if we did it? Uh, if we called it blah, 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 Taylor's version. And nobody thought it was funny, but at least I know <laughs> that it's not funny. So, um, so yeah, I like having people to bounce stuff off of, even if yeah. I don't get my way all the time because that, so what do you, what are you being alone or for justify I being think- alone? I, it's tough. I think a big piece of this is what we talked about previously. And it's the self advocating. Like, I don't need to advocate for myself if no one's around. So I can just be like, yeah, that looks good. That's right. Let's keep going. Let's Mm -hmm. keep going. And so like, I could be working on something. It's almost like the blind leading the blind. And Mm -hmm. I am both of the people. Um, But equally, I will say there is a certain point in the creative process, like before I go live with something or launch it to the world. Oh my God, do I have to have eyes on it? but I think I'm more likely to subscribe to what someone else thinks if Mm. I'm working from the beginning as a team, because I don't naturally advocate for myself. So if I'm like, Ooh, I think the background should be green and you think it should be blue. And you just say out loud, Ooh, what if we went with blue? I'm going to be like, well, yeah, duh, blue. Cause I want Mike to like me. It's yeah. Um, I do enjoy green though. So I think I would want to hear you out on that. It sounds great to me. So. Okay. Yeah, I find that the, I work best with people that know that about me too. Like, uh-huh. oh, okay. So what do you want to do, Mariah? Oh, never. I genuinely didn't think you'd ask. I don't know what yeah. I want to do now. Um, You know what she wants to do? She wants to get out there and DJ. Let her DJ, people. Let her DJ 2024. I think that's going to be the title of this episode. Let her DJ 2024. Let her DJ let's go. Uh, all right. Um, you mentioned, uh, half of this earlier, so I don't know which way this is going to go. Would you rather drink coffee or tea? Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> okay. You ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. Yeah. I want coffee. She went coffee, I, coffee, but I made it also a? tea. Oh, this is supposed to be tea and coffee. Cause I can't pick. Oh, wow. I, I feel there like there's been a rule violation. Both. I am going to advocate <laughs> for myself in this podcast and say that you have to pick one. <laughs> okay, I have to pick one. 
Uh oh, she's okay. She's, okay. What okay. did she do? Confidently. T. She's yeah, made a choice. It's T. 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 I know that I couldn't live without coffee, but my preference would be tea. Hmm. Okay. There's now, so many it, different types of tea. You're correct. <laughs> the yeah, the British did a lot of work trying to find all those. Thank you, mm-hmm. Great Britain. <laughs> my boyfriend's English, and he makes a mean cup of tea. Does he? And like you oh, put yeah. like like cream or milk in the whole nine in it. Is that? Yeah. Well, I like. Can we put a little cream in there? He's like, well, do you want cream or milk? And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> it doesn't need to be this scandalous event. Can you just put a little bit of dairy in the milk? It's like gotta be perfect. <laughs> um, because he's uh he's English, do you guys have a kettle? A kettle or a cuddle? A kettle. Because <laughs> <laughs> they call hugs cuddles too. There's so, there's so many miscommunications sometimes. Yes, we have a kettle. We have a nice little kettle pot. We actually had this. Okay, speaking of jokes that may or may not be funny, but we were camping and we didn't have any milk in the fridge, but we had coffee mate. And he had never uh-huh. really seen coffee mate. And so he was like, do you want coffee? And I was like, yeah. And then a few seconds later, he was like, do you want coffee mate? And I was like, I already said, yeah. But he's referring to like the coffee and the thing. I thought it was hilarious. He did not find it funny. But, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right. So she's she's confidently said tea. Uh, I've confidently said coffee. Um, I just I've never gotten into hot coffee. I mean, hot tea. Um, really? Uh, yeah, I'm a little southern. So uh, down mm. here in Florida. So sweet tea is good and all. But like I could live without it. Um, so. <laughs> I would rather have an iced coffee. Mm. Like something on the porch. Like I'm just, now my accent's coming out. I do declare. Would you like some sweet tea? I do declare. I got the vapors. I'm thinking McDonald's sweet tea. Like it's not even authentic. (laughs) It's close enough. It doesn't matter. Oh, all right. So we are in Thanksgiving season and um, we, uh, let's, let's think, oh man. Uh, with a Brit, do you celebrate uh, Thanksgiving? Yeah. So Thanksgiving is normally like with my side of the family. Gotcha. And then we do Christmas on his side just because I'm the youngest in my family and he's got little ones. So Christmas is exciting and I don't really feel too tied to Christmas with Thanksgiving here. And like America football, he's like fascinated <laughs> by it. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So when it comes to Thanksgiving sides, so on Thanksgiving meal, mm. are you going to go green bean casserole or mashed potatoes? Uh-oh. She confidently That's... pulled the pen cap off and then immediately regretted doing that so savvily. I That's have my violence. answer. It is. We are not here to make friends. We are okay. here for the truth. Mm-hmm. Here for this. One potatoes. She mashed went mashed peas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love, love, love mashed potatoes. Nah, like, me too. The I love green bean casserole too. That's fine. It's all good and whatever. But like if if I want a meal to feel like it's homemade, just throw mashed potatoes in there. That's all yeah. I need. I make That's mashed potatoes at least twice a week. It's my boyfriend's favorite side. Oh, good call. Yeah. Yeah. They so, have a dish. So good. This dish called bangers and mash. Have you heard mm-hmm. of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So bangers and mash is always on the menu. That's awesome. The uh, yeah. a couple of years ago it was 2020. Uh, my wife, uh, like the week of uh, Thanksgiving, she got COVID, or no, the week before mm-hmm. uh, Thanksgiving, Ugh. she got COVID. And so, like, this was when like you had to quarantine for two weeks and all that stuff. And so, yeah. the, it was Thanksgiving Day was the last technical day of quarantine for her. And so I was like, okay. we are. I was like, we're gonna we're gonna set up a table in uh, the front porch area and like we'll keep you as far away from us as possible um but like we're going to eat thanksgiving together and she's like i can't taste but i was like we're doing this no matter what and like in the yeah. process like you made it like a oh this is so sweet let's <laughs> just get, like, give me a second in the process <laughs> of like beautiful. yeah i'm trying to make all the things um i i don't know how but like i probably put salt in the the water for the mashed potatoes to make the water boil well and then like i probably salted the potatoes a dozen times. And so by the time that it got to eating the mashed potatoes, they were like 80% salt, 
20 percent mashed Ugh. potatoes and so well, my wife who can't taste things at the time uh she takes bite she goes babe i think there's too much salt in these and <sighs> this is this is three years ago and genuinely every time we make mashed potatoes my oldest son looks at me and goes dad you put too much salt in these and I'm like, you little butthead. <laughs> it's just the one thing that I'm never going to live down is yeah. those mashed potatoes. But uh, just too much salt. You're going to always be known as the guy that ruined the mash. And yep. I mean, maybe in 10 years that'll change. <laughs> nope, probably not. Nope, my, they're holding on to that one for dear life. It's real fun. Um, Mariah, like I... I was excited coming into this and you ever talk to somebody and you're like, like, please don't let down my expectations. You have superseded my expectations. You've been Um, such a blast. Thank you for being here. Thank Um, you for having me. Is it over? No, 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 no. Um, But actually before we go, uh, there's people that they've heard this conversation today and they're like, number one, my uh, fern is at death's door and I need Mariah (laughs) to save me. And yeah. there's people that want to buy your book and uh, want to learn more about that. So for people that want to maybe get to know you a little better and follow you online, where's a good place for them to follow you and where can they pick up uh, good things? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and all the handles at green.peace. Um, or you can go to my website, yourgreenpeace.com. Oh, I hate saying this, but it, the easiest thing is to just type my name into Google and something will pop up and it will take you to the right place. <laughs> but yes, you will find me somewhere. Um, happy to save as many plants as I need to. Yeah. And uh, for everybody listening, uh, we'll put all the links inside the episode description so uh, you can find it easily that way um, because Mariah spells her name super unique. And so <laughs> we'll make sure mm-hmm. that you, you got all that figured yeah. out. Uh, Mariah, genuinely, thank you so, so much for being a part of this today. You are a delight. Mike, thank you for having me. You just have to promise to let me come back on at some point. We have to circle back in 10 years, you said. Uh, Da-doy, yeah. Um, Maybe by that point, you will be Oprah and I will be uh, Dave Grohl. And we (laughs) will have it all figured out. In a crochet Um, top, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I don't know if I can pull off a crochet top. We'll have to, <laughs> maybe fashion will circle around to crocheting by then. I don't know if it will, but and, <laughs> everybody listening, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time here on Maybe You're Like Me.